0: Hello guys, welcome to Cat's Central, and I am your host Kat. I hope that your week is progressing well. Today I wanted us to talk about addiction, and then of course I will wind up by sharing a short story of one celebrity who decided to go sober. And I'm using these examples because these are people we know or we've heard of, but those that have been struggling with addiction. So to start us off, what is addiction? You find it hard to do without this thing that you've been using constantly. Addiction is that inability to stop using a substance or engaging in using it even though it is causing you psychological and physical harm. Then um, I would like us to discuss a few other things as well. We have different types of addiction. The first is alcohol. The second is prescription drug addiction. The third is drug addiction. The fourth is heroin addiction. And the fifth is opioid addiction these substances can wreak havoc on your personal, mental, and physical health. We also have other addictions, and it's good to also note that they do not just start as addictions, but then what happens is that they spiral out of control eventually as we keep engaging in them. And we have other behavioral addictions, which I haven't mentioned. These are eating disorders, gambling addiction, being addicted to video games, there is porn, sex, and social media addiction. So they do not have the same effect on the person's physical health, like the substances, like the opioid addictions and alcohol, but they can impact on other areas of life. However, the good news is there are treatment options available why am i talking about this i come from a small village in meru one of the things i've noticed in the past year is how much young children young adults are using drugs the rate at which consumption is happening is alarming there are parents constantly posting on social media about seeing strange behavior in their children and they cannot explain the change of behavior there is a lot of concern about the young people using and abusing drugs and alcohol and whatever other substances there are ways that you'd be able to notice if your child is addicted you'll see changes in the group that they're hanging out with especially in school Sometimes, some of those friends visit home. You'll drastically see the click is changing. And odd phone conversations. If they were used to talking to their friends on the phone while in the house, you will see them now going out or getting into their rooms and closing them. That should prompt you to to be worried about what might be going on. Then they will start keeping drug paraphernalia, so unusual pipes, cigarettes and the packets of those cigarettes small weighing scales you'll start seeing them carry those in their bags or concealed in hidden places in their rooms then there'll be financial problems now because all the money they're getting or the little money they have is being diverted to purchase of the drugs then They'll start lying about anything and everything. You will call them, they will say they're in school, but they're not. They will be late coming home and still will make excuses. So lying is is very, very rampant, especially with addiction. Repeated unexplained outings. They weren't people that were going out often, then suddenly they need to step out. There's somebody to see. There's a party. Oh, there's a school event that they have to attend especially during the weekends you know that keeps them away from home and hence they can use they are not things that you'll be told about days to come they will wake up and then suddenly oops remember there's there's an, a school event there's a sports event I need to attend so it also comes with some sense of urgency secretiveness if there were a child that would openly discuss matters suddenly all that will go private they have nothing more to share or even if it's shared you can always tell that some of the information is being held back stealing these are young people or children who probably aren't making an income and also this speaks for adults people begin to steal to fund their addiction because the more you use the more you want consumption goes higher you have to keep up by making sure that you have the money to fund this habit, this addiction. Then you will have stashes of drugs, often in small plastic papers and foil packages. These are things you should watch out for. You will be seeing them carrying things like look that look like wrapped balls of so things in foil paper, in plastic paper. It would be good to just try and investigate what it is they are carrying. You need to also know that the pills are out here. Don't only look out for marijuana. There's the pills. These drugs with time begin to interfere with the way that people perform at work, at school, in their relationships at home, especially if they're adults with families, you'll start noticing a shift. Because the preoccupation with this addiction means you're spending so much time on planning and engaging in this habit. You're suddenly tired. You will have difficulty cutting down and controlling the behavior. Any person who tries to stop you from engaging in your activity, you tend to also be a little aggressive with them. Extreme mood changes. You'll be happy one moment, and in the next, you do not want to talk to anybody. Physical changes that include illnesses. Sometimes you will lose a lot of weight or add. Sleeping more or less than usual at different times of the day or night. Then the tolerance that involves the need to engage in the addictive behavior. So your body begins building tolerance around the drug. Withdrawal. When you do not take the substance or engage in that activity, then you start experiencing unpleasant symptoms. Sometimes you'll be very, very irritable unless you get whatever it is that you're consuming to get you back to normal. There are a lot of other signs. I'm going to take us back to celebrities that we've lost to drug and substance addiction. Remember the musician, the songwriter, multi-instrumentalist Prince. Prince died at 57 years in 2016 and he died of an accidental fentanyl overdose. Michael Jackson, very popular, very talented, he was a legend. He died in 2009 at 50 years from acute propofol, and benzodiazepine intoxication. Whitney Houston, one of my favorites, died in 2012 at 48 years from a cocaine overdose. Heath Ledger died at 28 years in 2008 from an acute intoxication. It was a combined concoction of oxycodone, hydrocodone, Diazepam, Temazepam, Alprazolam, and doxylamine. Imagine a concoction of all those drugs. It's definitely going to kill you. And I believe it was in large amounts as well. Another one, Corey Monteith. Corey was a very popular actor in uh, the, the series Glee, if you remember the musical, right? He died at 31 years in 2013 from a mixture of heroin and champagne. That is what killed him. Then lastly, Amy Winehouse died at 27 years in 2011 from an alcohol intoxication. And we have many, many others. I cannot mention all of them. The list would be too long. My primary aim of recording this was to encourage those that are addicted to drugs and substances to give you inspiration that no matter how far deep you are it is possible we have a lot of support systems rehabilitation centers where you'd be able to get help but the first decision is acknowledging that you need help and then go for it back to eminem eminem is an artist He's a songwriter, American rapper, and a record producer. His actual names are Marshall Bruce Mathers III. He has been credited with popularizing hip hop, especially in Middle America, and is critically acclaimed as one of the greatest rappers of all time. There's a lot of his uh, music all over, all over the socials. He was born uh 17th october 1972 so that means he's turning 50 this year so i'd like to briefly talk about how he managed to go sober in the early 2000s early and mid 2000s eminem was addicted to a variety of prescription painkillers but at one time he had A methadone overdose that almost killed him in 2007 that is when he knew it was time to get clean the good news is this year in April Eminem reached 14 years sober and counting isn't that admirable it is is it possible for you it is absolutely I will quickly take you through how Eminem developed his addiction in the first place and how he was able to overcome it. Eminem has been very open about his addiction in sobriety very many times uh, in those past 14 years. He being somebody that I listened to constantly, I was able to just keep up on all the stories of what was happening in his life at the time one of the most comprehensive interviews that he did and he did this with rolling stone and this story was done by josh eels in 2011 in that interview eminem had said that unlike many addicts the addiction did not start until he was an adult you know a lot of people start using while they're still really young but we also have a sizable bunch that starts using while they are adults also because of the peer pressure you know change of spaces and stuff like that he started using while he was in his early 20s that was even before he had his first beer however eminem says that when he rose to fame he was constantly exposed to drugs So he began using them recreationally, especially while he was on tour. And then they crept up into other areas of his life. And this is one thing about addiction. You start doing it socially, then it starts creeping up and you start even stashing it around home. Because then you can't do without it. Eventually, Eminem was taking pills constantly. He says he was taking so many pills that he wasn't even taking them to get high anymore. He was taking them to feel normal, and not that he did not get high, he used to. He decided to take ridiculous amount of pills. He took as many as 60 Valiums and 30 Vicodin in a single day. He said that that addiction led to him gaining weight and becoming an angry person, so he got into anger trouble. He would lash out at anyone who even hinted that he had a problem. He says he was a terrible person. He was mean to people and he treated everybody around him in a shitty way. His words. In December of 2007, he switched from Vicodin to methadone. Then ended up taking so many that he collapsed at home and woke up in the hospital. After that, he tried to quit, but within weeks he relapsed. Then he decided to try to get sober again. Eminem initially tried going for recovery meetings, but then his fame kept getting in his way. Although people were trying to be cool, others were asking him for autographs. So he did not find that appropriate behavior, especially at a, at a recovery meeting, it it gets uncomfortable. So instead of these meetings, he instead opted to have a one-on-one with an addiction counselor who he would meet once every week. Then in addition to that, he relied on a friend of his for support. And who was this guy? None other than the late Elton John. Elton John was also famously sober. Uh, because he had quit a cocaine addiction in the year 1990. Elton did an interview with Oprah in 1997, and he gave the following advice for people struggling with addiction. And I quote, If you're in pain and you're afraid to reach out because you think people will think you're weak or you feel ashamed of asking for help, Just swallow your pride. Your pride will kill you. Just ask for help and people will be there to give it to you. End of quote. Eminem decided to follow Elton John's advice. And by the way, when Eminem decided to get sober, Elton John was one of the first people he called and told him about wanting to get clean. So then what what happened was, Elton John ended up checking up with Eminem on a weekly basis. So in that case, those of you that have been to rehab centers know of something or somebody that's called a sponsor. Sponsor is that person who keeps you in check, especially if you're trying to recover. These are people who follow up constantly to ensure that you stick to your sobriety. The final sobriety technique that eminem applied as he said in that interview was running he would do 17 miles a day every other day he said he initially took it too far and felt like he was replacing one addiction with another then in another interview he did later with men's journal he said it was easy for him now then to understand how people would replace addictions with exercise because he was doing that right but then on the other hand i mean the exercise one is better than the one where you have to constantly take pills he confessed that too much running had led to him having an injury so he learned to dial back on the treadmill and work in other types of exercise too this is just an example one success story now to sum up on Eminem's sobriety strategy one he worked with a recovery professional he spoke regularly with a peer in recovery and the peer was Elton John the late and then he developed a healthy habit or at least a healthy ish habit to replace his addiction why am i telling you this story because to me this story is an excellent blueprint for anybody who's struggling with an addiction. I hope that Eminem's remarkable recovery will serve as further inspiration to you. Doing 14 years sober, with as much professional success as ever, Eminem is proof that life after addiction is possible. I really hope that you're able to identify if your loved ones are using drugs and try to find ways in which to help them. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.